This is a Pound the Rock podcast show. While the Uncle Nearest team is in quarantine, we have been producing regular broadcasts on our Instagram, on our Facebook, and in live Zoom webinars. We have decided to take those shows and bring them here to you on the podcast channel. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to All Things Nearest. I'm Sailor coming at you from the PNW, and I'm here with my whiskey family, Nick. Hey everybody, Nick here in Los Angeles, California. Jay. This is Jay Madison coming to you straight from ATL Hotlanta. And the lovely. <laughs> we have the very lovely uh, Victoria Edie Butler with us today, who you should know already is our master blender. And she is one of my favorite people and gives the best hugs in the world. Welcome, Victoria. Hello, everybody. Hey, Vicki. All right. Well, we are here to bring you um, kind of behind the scenes, inside the brand, the people that make up the brand, unprecedented access um, to us as we all come to you from our home studios, ta-da, um, as we are quarantined like everyone else. Uh, we still want to stay Lock together down. and keep the whiskey fabric together and um, bring you content and um, keep telling the story as it evolves daily. So, um, Jay, why don't you take it away? Well, first of all, I'm very happy to be here, have uh, Victoria here with us and give us an unprecedented look behind the curtain um, as to uh, what really is, you know, kind of more so the family history. Everyone knows, or most people know about the story of Uncle Nearest, but we want to know the story about Victoria, like what it was like for you growing up, your family, um, days of being in, in Tennessee, um, the, the times growing up in Tennessee and, uh, you know, bringing us up to this moment, which is a, a beautiful time right now. Um, so with, without any further ado, just tell me, you know, tell us where, where you where you were born, mom and dad, sis, uh, siblings and all that good stuff, Miss Victoria. Okay. Um, I was born and raised, actually born in Cheddarville, Tennessee. Um, I was raised in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Um, Went to Moore County High School, graduated Moore County High School, and continued my higher education at Middle Tennessee State University in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where I currently live today. Um, my grandmother, Annie Bell Edie Green, at, let me retract that, I said it backwards. Annie Bell Green Edie, <laughs> is uh, my grandmother, and she is Nearest Green's granddaughter. Uh, I am one of nine siblings. I have um, five brothers, and I have three sisters. So it is nine children. Wow. Um, wow. That's a big family. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Uh, growing up. Imagine homeschooling it, it, it nine kids. A, you know, growing up, you're fussing and fighting and clawing at each other. But I am so, so very grateful for all of my siblings. Um, we spend as much time together as we possibly can. We, we uh, have what we call Siblings Day, where we get together and just cook out, play cards, just a time for us to hang out together with our our partners, our husbands, wives, children, and um, um, and just spend time together enjoying one another's company. Uh, my dad passed away uh, about 14 years ago. 
and no, 15 years ago now. And, uh, but we are fortunate to still have my mother, our mother. And um, so we uh, spend time, still spend time together as, as, as much as possible. You know, life has changed quite a bit lately due to the, to the virus. So um, we haven't spent any time together as a group since all of this happened, but we are each um, spending time with our mothers. So uh, we are fortunate to have one another. I love, love, love being from uh, a big family. My mom, my grandmother had, had, had a big family. So I have a bunch of cousins and we all get together and we have what we call Cousins Day. Uh, I guess that's a country thing. We just make up reasons to hang out, you know. <laughs> so, um, but the Edie crew, my mom's side of the family, we are very, very close, and um, we uh, we do enjoy each other's company. We are each other's best friends outside, you know, inside of our family. We are all best friends, and then of course we have outside interests and friends as well. That's so nice. So. There is a photo of the opening of, <clears throat> and I'm not sure actually what we call it, if we call it the nearest green room at the Jack Daniels distillery, uh -huh. is that what you call it? Of the ribbon cutting ceremony. Right. And so are those your, is that your immediate family that was there, your siblings and cousins? There's a not lot of people. all of them were there, of course, because I mean, we have a really big family. Mm -hmm. Um with except my, my mom's children didn't have uh, a lot of kids, but her siblings uh, had a lot of children and they're and 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 um, so there's a lot of cousins. Okay. Um, so no, all of them at the ribbon ceremony cutting were, were not my immediate family, but we were all family. Okay. Uh, all of my siblings were not able to be there that day, nor were my nieces and nephews. Um, so everybody wasn't there, but everybody, of course, in that picture, uh, those are all, um, all family. Sounds like you wouldn't have fit in the room if you were all there. <laughs> uh, we definitely wouldn't have fit in front of the area dedicated to near screen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> hey, Victoria, uh -huh. Victoria, how many of your family work in whiskey? Um, I have two sisters and a brother who work at Jack Daniel. So it is, it's myself, of course, and then three of my siblings. Have they been there their whole whole careers or majority of their careers? The majority of, of their careers. My oldest sister has been there about 40 years, maybe 41 now. Wow. Wow. And then uh, my, our youngest sister, she's probably been there, you know, I'm, I don't want to stretch it, but I would say at least 15, 20 years. And then I'm not, I'm, I can't remember when our youngest brother started, but He's been there a long time as well. Very cool. And so Sherry worked with, was it your brother or well, your brother and your mama, sister? My mama's brother. Your mom's brother. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Very cool. Yeah. It's, it's, Uncle, it's Uncle kind of fun. She worked with yeah. Uncle Bus. His, his real name is Elsie Edie, but everybody called him Bus, including people at work. So, um, yeah, Sherry and, and Uncle Buzz probably worked together 20, 25 years at Jack Daniel. 
And um, of course, as you all know, I've known Sherry most of my life. You know, she she um, would come down in the summer, uh, spend time with her grandmother, and um, she and my sister Debbie um, they became close. And so Sherry would spend evenings sitting on my grandmother's porch with the rest of my family. And that's so unique because I don't know if a lot of people know the fact that Sherry, when we refer to Sherry, Sherry Moore is our director of whiskey operations. And the fact that she um, uh, had history of working uh, at Jack Daniels for what, over 31 years? And then mm -hmm. coming out of retirement and being our director of whiskey operations, pretty much running our, our whiskey and everything. And then the fact that you two have, have in a sense, reunited <laughs> to yes. work work together. And, that, and the fact that you all grew up together it's, it's kind of it's kind of unique how you know the families are, are still you know tight after all this time and uh and and reconnected so i, I think yeah, that's I, I, I love it i uh i never uh thought of course that i would have an opportunity to work with sherry um but i i love it i've learned a lot from sherry uh since coming aboard with the team uh as we all know and most people know now sherry is the whiskey nerd of all time you know mm -hmm, she's mm -hmm. all things whiskey very very smart when it comes to uh, distilling so I, I i love working with her and we have a we have a beautiful friendship so i'm thankful for that oh yeah and i mean i i think it's hilarious too when seeing you all together uh at the distillery and just truly just watching you all cut up i mean that's that's got to be very unique in regards to you work together but also too you know, I, I know how bad it would be if I was working with a family friend from back in the day, um, and uh, and and just to just to see you all going, you know, having a good time, going back and forth. Uh, that's uh, that's unique, and I don't think that happens a lot of times in a lot of places. So, I uh, really no, appreciate. I don't, the I don't think so either. And and um, it's really special knowing that she worked. I mean, she and Uncle Buzz worked side by side for all those years. So now that I am doing the same thing, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty special. It's pretty special. And um, of course, you know, I, I, I love Sherry. She's, you say family friend, you know, she's like family. So mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty That's awesome. Great. <clears throat> hey, Victoria, I wanted to ask you because we, you know, we, we all are stewards or ambassadors for this company and we're all sharing your family story mm -hmm. and your family's legacy. And we are, we're, we're pretty blessed to have somebody who's done all this research on uh, with her team and has brought us all the information um, just to us on a platter. And has really said, here's definitively what happened. This is our version of the story. These are the people involved and this is how we tell it. But you heard this story as a young child from your family members. Right. And I'm curious, how was that story presented to you? What, what were your thoughts? What were the thoughts going through your mind hearing this legacy, um, which just totally blows all honest, of our minds? Nick, um, to, to, be, to be totally transparent and honest, when I was growing up, um, I didn't make a big deal of it. Um, my grandmother, near screen's granddaughter, and Annabelle, um, Edie Green is my grandmother and Nearest's granddaughter. Um, her house, which is still in Lynchburg, um, 
her house was a place that people came together, certainly for all of her siblings and, and their children and many people in town. We would, you know, have coffee on the front porch all the time in the summer. So, um, and anytime people came, especially, you know, those that had not been before, uh, my grandmother never passed up the opportunity to tell the story. You know, we could, from my grandmother's house, the smoke from what they call the holla, um, people in Lynchburg call Jack Daniel the holla, um, you could see the smoke from, from my grandmother's house. Um, and if you stayed up to, or got up early, um, like right at daybreak, you would see what, what was known as slop trucks the overage, the spillage from, um, from, from, the, um, from the mess at, at, at Jack, they used that to feed their, their hogs and their cattle in, in Lynchburg. From the sour mash that was being made, so there would be an overage or a spillage, and the people in the county, the farmers in the county, would come there and fill up their tanks to, fill, to feed their their cattle. Happy cattle. So, so my grandmother always told the story, you know, hey, you do realize that my grandfather is responsible for teaching Jack Daniel um, how to, to make whiskey, how to distill whiskey. And um, so, I, I, you know, it always resonated um, with me that my grandfather was someone special because Jack Daniel was so special, the the brand was so special. Um, if it weren't, if it wasn't for Jack, Lynchburg probably wouldn't even be on the map. You probably. Know? It's very very small town. Back in the day, the counties, um, your your license plate carried the the county seat, the number. I think Lynchburg was ninety five. I'm trying to remember. I think that's right. Um, so it's very very small. Um, Everybody knew everyone, you know, so the townspeople knew my grandfather's story. Uh, I'm not sure all of them knew the extent of the story, you know, what his um, true contribution was to, to, to Jack Daniel and, and, and the distillery. But uh, for me, I just, I grew up knowing it. So it was no big two, I guess. Uh, but I always shared, you know, like when I went to college, um, I definitely shared the story with, with, with people that when I met them in, in Murfreesboro. So like my grandmother, you know, I would tell people and, and my siblings did too. And so did uh, my mom and her siblings. But I, I'm not sure that it, it, um, it ran as deep. In fact, I know it didn't ran as deep as what we're doing now because now it, it definitely goes beyond the little town of Lynchburg. Mm -hmm. what, what our co-founder and CEO Fawn Weaver and the team that she has put together, us, all of us, uh, what we have done is remarkable. And um, to, to tell the story and share the story now, it's like it's been reborn. Uh, mm -hmm. The facts have not changed. Um, in, in fact, uh, they're more solid now to me than ever because 
of what Vaughn has done. You know, there, there's documentation. There's not just me saying what my grandmother said or what someone else may have said. There's documentation to back up our story. So um, it is um, it is a blessing and an honor to say the least to get to do this now and to do it with y'all. I mean, I, I, I absolutely love it. Right, right. Uh, I would say from, from our perspective too, um, it's something special for me um, coming on learning the story, uh, knowing about Fawn and the team, uh, Fawn and Keith doing what they've done with Uncle Nearest, um, taking the story and developing a whole brand. Um, we have whiskey that we have the, the opportunity to go out and tell the story and, and sell, the, sell, the, sell the whiskey. But from your perspective, um, heck, us be, being black, being African-American in this country, um, you growing up in Tennessee, uh, at the time that you grew up, just seeing that transformation, how was that for you going from that and seeing, you know, Jim Crow and all that going on to um, transitioning and coming to an age right now where the story that's your family is now out there on a worldwide stage and, and the, the pride that resonates within you, but also to the pride that resonates in us as African-Americans being able to tell that story now? Um. Contrary to what most people think, growing up in Lynchburg was not, um, um, I didn't feel the effects of those things that a lot of people may have felt, a lot of uh, people, of, uh, of Black people felt outside of a little small town. Um, I grew up. All right. now, why, why would you think that is, Victoria? I, um, I'm not sure. I, I, I think maybe because um, of the relationship that Jack and Nears had all those years ago uh, that mm -hmm. transcended from generation to generation um and you know we just we didn't have those type of racial tensions in lynchburg that is um, so mind-blowing to me yeah. because <laughs> of what we know of the south in the united right. states during this time um right. I strangely moved to a very tiny town in Arkansas in 1981 and witnessed, now I come from New York City originally um, and we, were, we only lasted a year there. Um, it was the first time I was called a Yankee. I didn't, I had no idea what that meant. I, I didn't understand it. I also came from a very, very Greek neighborhood and one of the most diverse cities in the country at the time. And experience things and this was in 1981 forget the 70s and the 60s mm -hmm. you know in the south and i had never experienced the south like this before the south to us was florida fort lauderdale which is basically warm new york you know um mm -hmm. and so when i witnessed this the, the the words and the term the racist terminology the children my age were using and it was acceptable to the school teachers was mind-blowing to me and i didn't understand it and for them it was just commonplace and normal and, but it created a stigma to me of, oh, this is what the South is. This is what the South is made up. And of course, that's fair and unfair, right? right so right. my first thing when I heard this story, when this story was opened up to me, was how in the heck did this exist in the South? Because I'm seeing Tennessee, Lynchburg, Tennessee is like South, right? Um, 
then me doing some history, some reading and understanding the history of Tennessee, which I've done since I started to work for the company, this is certainly not indicative of the rest of Tennessee during some times in history. Um, so I wondered myself if, and perhaps this is going to come out at some point because we know Fawn's research never ends and right. she's always uncovering what you just said. Is it because really this town was founded on one big business and that's common for towns all over the country, you know? Right. Um, and is it because there wasn't a racial divide there? And that was kind of, is that like the origins of the town in modern times? And is that why it was still able to thrive? Well, I, I mean, certainly that's a theory and that's, that's, that's um, a plausible theory. Um, but I can't say that I know that for sure, but um, I can say that, you know, I, I, I just never felt different from anyone else. I was never treated different, um, not in Lynchburg. Uh, now I had a couple of times where um, it was made known to me that you are, you are a little black girl, but it was never in Lynchburg, you know. Um, my best friends growing up were Caucasian girls, you know. Uh, the best guy friend I had growing up was a little red-headed white dude who now still sells insurance in Cookville, you know? <laughs> so um, I, I, I just, I, I just didn't, I, I never felt that at home. Mm -hmm. uh, Lynchburg was home. Um, I always felt comfortable, welcome at everybody's house, every event every grocery store, everything, you know. Uh, so I never felt that growing up. Um, now, when I went to college, that was different. Um, mm -hmm. I, I was uh, uh, awakened to a different lifestyle, you know, but never at home, never, never at home. And um, while I've been gone since 79, uh, Lynchburg will always be home. Um, we still have my grandmother's house there. Uh, my uh, mama's sister's house is still uh, next door. My cousin still lives there. Um, you all have heard me talk about uh, my aunt Deal, who is on the picture um, on some of the photos, and she's on the picture the the with the uh, with our story. She's right at the end in the movie. Uh, Leola Dismix, her son still lived in Lynchburg. So I still have uh, family ties there. Um, and so Lynchburg will always be home. But far as having racial issues, no. It, you think it, it that's, never happened with, with me. Do you think maybe that's also another reason why the story has been so embraced in Tennessee as well? That sure, the people of Lynchburg would understand you know, how important, for example, the Lincoln County process is to the, to the state as a whole, to industry. But do you think that's also why it's been embraced so well, this story, because of that unique environment in Lynchburg? Um, yeah, that, that probably plays into it. I, I think that people are always, um, uh, not looking for, but, but certainly 
open to the truth. Uh, this is a truthful, truthful story, and um, the content of it, it is not um, like most people thought it was. So they they embraced the fact that there was a beautiful, unique friendship between a black man and a little white boy. You know, and that's basically how they started. I mean, Jack was a boy when he met nearest the man. Mm -hmm. So um, I think people embrace the fact that as Jack grew into a man, um, his relationship with nearest and his family grew all the more closer. They, they became, you know, closer, um, you know, with nearest his sons and grandsons. And then uh, the families uh, continue to be close. Right. Uh, my family with 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 um, with Jack Daniels um, great nephews' families, and you know we have always had a great relationship with uh, the descendants uh, on Jack Daniels' side. So yeah, I think so. And it's it's a it's a I, I don't want to say a feel good story because it's true. So I don't, you know, I don't ever want to use those type of words to fluff it up because it's not needed. But the story is true, but there is love and honor in that story. And I think people embrace that. You know, we have enough uh, other things in the world that are not nice or true or, or, or um, heartwarming. This is heartwarming. It's true. And then we make, we make fantastic whiskey. You know, fantastic that we do <laughs> right right and and i i think too what, what you were um leading into from from the point of um from the african-american standpoint of this it's something where, where you're very very proud of you know you uh you kind of stick your chest out and and um, it, it's it's funny to me from my perspective seeing that how people have truly gravitate it's folks that aren't even whiskey drinkers that are Absolutely. that are talking about you know having uncle nearest making sure they have uncle nearest and supporting the brand and, and and i love that and i appreciate that and um it's it's been something that um you know it doesn't happen often so therefore no, when something like no. this happens uh it, it kind of really um it, it really takes off um it does. and then the it fact does. that the, and, the, and, the level and, which and, we're doing it truthfully too. you know um as an African-American woman, even if I had no relation um, to the brand, no bloodline connection, um, I still would want to be a part of it. But because mm -hmm. I, I am a bloodline descendant, um, I do it every freaking time. I'm not crying today. <laughs> um, I do it too. As a bloodline I got you. descendant, I got you. <laughs> As a bloodline descendant of Nears Green, to be able to uh, continue the legacy that this uh, wonderful and smart man started, um, it's unbelievable. Um, the pride that I have and the pride that my family has, yeah, it runs real, real deep. So as a African-American woman, to be able to, um, to support and, and 
be a mouthpiece for mm. this brand, unbelievable. You know, um, as I said before, there's a lot of ugliness and distractions going on in our world, uh, but this isn't one of them. You know, right. to, to be able to honor a story, share a story, support a story that had gone untold for more than 160 years, um, to be able to do that on a daily basis, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's beyond what I ever thought possible. And then to know that the man who we honor, his blood runs through my veins. Wow. Um, it still gives me chills. It still gives me chills. <laughs> and not only does his blood run through your veins, but it's the whiskey blood. Come on now. So we blood. know the whiskey <laughs> blood is a real legit thing. Like it I am, is. It, it is true. Is. And I am looking for, I think I know in my own bloodline who I got this from because my great grandfather would distill in his basement during prohibition and did that till I was a little girl. And my wow. great grandmother would be hysterical that he was going to blow the house up, not understanding. <laughs> it was a tiny little, so I'm not going to blow anything up, you know, but and I not I didn't quite understand what he was doing at the time, you know. But th that whole story was hysterical. But you have the whiskey blood because not only do you find out this, you know, this woman comes flying in from L.A., you know, blowing up the <laughs> the, the the town, the story, American whiskey history, the world, um, and you're part of that. But then you are asked to uh, taste some whiskey decide what you like best. Here's a few blends, you know, see, see what you like. And um, it becomes award-winning whiskey and you become a master blender. That's got to be mind-blowing to you sometimes. Like, is this real? Oh, my is goodness. This... It is. It is. Um, I am, um, I am very grateful to Fawn. You guys know that. And every time I do an interview, I, I let those who, who are, who, who I'm talking to know that. Um, she is, um, she's a hell of a woman, extremely smart. And so when she said to me, I want you to be our master blender, I was like, wow. I mean, that's incredible. Especially given that I, 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 I had never done anything like that prior to making the first batch of 1884. Prior to going into the lab and curating that first batch of 1884, I had I had I didn't have any experience in doing that, um, but between the second and the third batch, that's when um, it really resonated with me. Fawn is right. <laughs> I'm pretty damn good at this. <laughs> I would um, say so. The reception oh yeah. to the whiskey and the awards and people's yeah. reaction would definitely solidify that. Yeah. And, yeah. and and so it's, double gold verifies that for sure. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> and 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 realizing and knowing that I don't, I didn't have, I didn't have the the education or the experience that a lot of master uh, blenders have. Mm -hmm. um, I, I accept the fact and know for sure it really is in my blood. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, what what I've done, what our team has done, is remarkable, unheard of, and I don't take that lightly. Nor do I fluff myself up saying it's all me because it's not. It is what nearest green deposited in me. My great great grandfather and the higher power saw this day would happen. And I'm equipped to carry that, I'm equipped to carry it on. It's, and, um, it's really impressive, Victoria, to see how humble you are about this and to see somebody in your position not just acknowledge what they don't know, but that's like one of the hardest things in the world is like, I'm not sure about this. Mm -hmm. But right. it's to see how hard you are working to build up that knowledge. Like you are, you are cranking it out every day and you're studying every day and you're getting uh, certified. Yeah. And it is so impressive to see somebody just like phone into this and take to it so naturally. Well, thank you. Um, I, I do want to know all I can. Uh, so I do study uh, every day. Uh, I, I work on my palate and the smell and I, I, I want to be the best at it that I can possibly be. So yeah, I do study um, and I, I reach out and pick other people's brains. Um, I talk to our team members. I talk to other people who are doing what I'm doing. Um, people in our industry, as you all know, are very generous with their knowledge. Um, I'm grateful for that. You know, no one has said no to me. It's been very encouraging and welcoming. Uh, so um, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot and I'm learning quickly because you, you guys know we do nothing slow. <laughs> we do nothing slow. So, uh, so I'm trying to, um, trying to get up to a level 10 as quickly as I can. And um, I appreciate you saying that, Nick. That's, that's kind of you. I, I, I can't take credit for all that has happened to me personally, you know, since I, since I joined the team. Um, that would be foolish uh, of me to do that because it hasn't been me. <laughs> I've had so much encouragement from our team, um, especially from Fawn and Keith Weaver. Uh, from Sherry Moore, from all of you guys. And then I have um, a wonderful family. Uh, as I said in the beginning, uh, my siblings are, they're fantastic. So I have, I come from good stock. And Amen. then um, I have a circle of friends that uh, I wouldn't trade for anything in this world. When, um, when I started this thing, um, it's been a year, y'all. I've been on the team a year. So when I came to the team last March, started working, and as I said, we do nothing slow. So I was going 100 miles an hour. Um, my, my, my girl squad, my, my, my girlfriends, uh, their spouses, uh, my family, and then, of course, all of you guys. Um, 
you were there for me, you know. And so that gave me um, the strength and the, uh, the courage to jump in and do something I had never done before. And it has been um, one hell of a ride in just 12 months. 12 months. It doesn't, that doesn't even seem right when I say it. I've only been doing this a year. Well, I tell so, you. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to do uh, more and more and more and more, but I can't take credit for everything that has happened these past 12 months because I've had a wonderful crew of people um, in my corner. So I'm grateful for that. Well, I definitely feel that it is our duty and part of our purpose to give you that support, to honor your family this way. Um, it's a long time coming and um, you deserve all the support in this world. It, it makes so much sense to have a family member in a role like this for our brand, because this brand, you'll hear us say family, family, family all the time. But I think the great thing about what we're going to bring every Monday is you're going to see that we, it really is family, 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 yes. truly. Um, you brought up something that ties into our uh, interview last week with Sherry, um, the, her experience, uh, back in the day in distilleries was, uh, you know, if you had an education, you were an idiot. If you mm -hmm. learned by doing, you were right. smarter than, and that right. is the, you know, of course, it, I think there's a balance of both, but, um, it doesn't matter how you got there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're good at it, but you know, that your point backs up that point that, you know, she would say she learned from guys that would go smell that. And they would know something before anybody with computers and stuff would know. Right. And right. that's what you're doing. That's literally, you are taking um, the environment around you. You, are, you, have, you have a special spirit guiding you. We always say there's the spirit with the spirit. Yes. Um, it, you, have, you have family around you, whether they be Uncle Nearest family or your own family, a combination of all of that. Um, and uh, I just, just to wrap this up, because uh, we're out of time, we are so lucky to have you. And I, mm -hmm. you know, we ended up crying when you came out to Seattle <laughs> at our yeah, whiskey dinner. That, that always happens, doesn't it? The whole room was crying. <laughs> I mean, that was a, that was a special moment. It's, uh, it's cause that's going to be up there for me for a really long time. Um, to see so many Victoria. women Victoria in the room. It, uh, it, it was so it was so natural in that moment which would seem strange a room full of strangers right but at that point we weren't strangers anymore but to right. watch these women the the questions they were asking of you um to see their experience happen was unbelievable and beautiful and that is one of the things you bring to this brand is the beauty um and your heart and soul and your amazing oh, thank you, palette. <laughs> thank you. I don't, I don't mean to cry, and I tease about being a crybaby now, um, but it's really heartfelt. Um, and you would think that at some point that would, that would, um, that would kind of subside, <laughs> but, but it hasn't. And um, I, I don't think that it will because um, this thing is in my soul. And it's in y'all's as well. Uh, the difference is, as I said before, um, to really think and embrace and know that the man that we're honoring 
at the nearest green distillery and with the bottle uh, that we um, that we sell every day, uh, his blood runs through my veins. His granddaughter is my grandmother. That's special to me. Very. It is very special to me. And it's and special all to, to all tell of your us. family's legacy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, Thank you so much. Um, I wish we could spend, I mean, we could spend hours. Um, unfortunately, because of the internet gods, we are, we have an allotted time, but thank you so much, Victoria, for being with us. And um, thank you to my Whiskey Brothers for hanging out with me today. This was All Things Nearest, and you can catch us every Monday all over the internet. Um, and to uh, find out more about our story, you can visit UncleNearest.com. You can visit Uncle Nearest on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and uh, to find out how to get a bottle, if you're able to, again, go to our website, type in your zip code and the locator, and hopefully something near you um, can at the very least deliver it. So thank you, everybody. Thank everybody out there thank can you. drink honorably. Drink honorably. <laughs> everybody can drink honorably, yeah. There we go. <laughs> This was All Things Nearest. Tune in next week for more stories from your favorite Uncle Nearest brand stewards. This is a Spirit of Rock Network show. To check out all of our shows, visit spiritofrockpods.com. That's spiritofrockpods with an S.com. Thanks for listening.